Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Michelle, how do people get to your show? How do they get to your social media? Because your show's on fire. Michelle Swimmick is joining me now tonight live from Arizona. Hi, Michelle. How are you tonight? I am excellent, Brandon. How are you? Michelle Swinnick, you're a uh, you're a, a firebrand. Well, hey, everybody. It is the 29th of December, 2023, our last episode of the year. We're doing something real special for you guys tonight. There will be no commercials. There'll be no Jesus Rocks. But we are going to bring you some of the information about the election of November 8th. It is November 8th, re-education, episode one, with my special guest and very good friend, the attorney from New Jersey, Leo D'Onofrio. So we're gonna get right into it. And for those of you who are looking for the Rumble, hope you're on brighttn.tv right now. I'm gonna set up the Rumble while Leo brings us up to speed and gives you kind of an intro because we didn't have time to do that before the show because this is what happens when you do the work. So if you can, Hunter is my producer today. All right, Leo, take it away. Okay, hello, everybody. Michelle and I have been conducting this investigation uh, for about six months. Everybody owes Michelle a debt of gratitude. She has documented the, the tally tapes for all of the, well, at this point, it's supposed to be 446 tabulators, but we found that Maricopa, uh, well, they, they've, they actually used at this point 470 tabulators. What's going on in the vote centers, I want to explain this, and then we're going to go into a specific vote center I highlighted, me and Michelle highlighted this week. Okay, it's Central Christian Gilbert. There is uh, a poll worker documented on the precinct ballot report. They documented a number, and they are required to look at the tabulator screen and they're at the end of the night and write down the number on the screen. Every time... You see that the public counter screen, that will, in all circumstances, this, that number will reflect the number of ballots in the ballot box, okay? So this poll worker in Maricopa County documented 1,802 ballots and the tabulator, in, well, I, I want to I make a distinction here. When I say tabulator, when people say tabulator, essentially in the vote centers, there's two sides. There's the A side, there's the B side. And each tabulator has a separate serial number and the memory cards that are put in that tabulator, that's A and B. So you have the A side and the B side. The A cards will be in one tabulator, the B cards will be in another tabulator. People get their ballots from the printers, they mark them, they get online, and, and then the, the line forms and whichever tabulator is open, they go to next. So you go to the A or the B tabulator. The, but the tabulator itself has a serial number which cannot be changed, okay? And so when they put the memory cards in the tabulator, those memory cards have an ID for that vote center. This is important. In this case, Central Christian Gilbert A and Central Christian Gilbert 
USB. And each one will have a poll worker memory card and administrator memory card. Those are twin memory cards. They have to both be in each machine. Each machine has two. If you take one out, it will not work. Okay. So what was happening in the election, which nobody knew about, is during the election, and we can get we'll get into the reasons for this, why people may have been doing this later, but they were taking the memory cards out of the tabulators, okay, and putting them in another tabulator. And and I want to bring that to the attention of Maricopa County, Arizona now. This did not come out in any of the trials. And this is not this has not been discussed. Okay, and nobody was cross-examined on why this is happening and why Michelle and I have found there were 470 or more, not 446. And that is absolutely documented in the tally tapes and in the system logs. Okay. And so that's a conversation people need to be having because the government told you that it was a printer issue. Okay. And they, they, they told you, they determined that it was a printer issue by 9 a.m. the day of chaos, November 8th. Okay. But they were still taking tabulators out after that. And they have not documented, they have not brought, they have not mentioned this to the public. That's why you don't know what I'm talking about, okay? So the other thing that happened is the protective counters on, at this count, 94 tabulators do not match the tally tape totals, okay? Now the protective counter and the serial number are embedded on a chip in the hardware of the tabulator. It cannot be changed. It cannot be changed. So when they put, when they take the memory cards out of a tabulator and then they put them in a new tabulator, you will reopen the election on that tabulator. And when it, the first thing you will see is a line of code, it says January 1st, 1970. That's where it always starts when you reopen the tabulator. And then you will see something called EEPROM, E-E-P-R-O-M. That is identifying the tabulator. It will tell you the serial number of that tabulator and how many votes have been cast on it lifetime. Think of the odometer of a car, but it can never be changed. It can only go up. The memory cards are re-zeroed for the election and they will count the number of ballots cast in that election. And so if there's 100 ballots cast, the memory cards will have 100 at the end of the election and the lifetime counter or the protective counter, it's also called, that will go up 100 from where it started. So if it started at 100, it will go up to 200. We do not know why, at this point, we do not know why 94 tabulators, their memory cards do not match when you count, when you look at the total on the memory card and then you, you do the start of the protective counter or lifetime counter and the end, why 94 times, 94 tabulators, they do not match. Now, why is that important? Because the protective counter is a, it's a fraud prevention device. They've designed that so if people try to cheat, and add votes or subtract votes, they have to balance them perfectly or the protective counter will be off. This is the precinct ballot report from Central Christian Gilbert. On the left, in the middle, highlighted, you'll see the number 1802, okay? Now, look at above that. You'll see a number plus 751 and it's been crossed out. What, what this is, this was an astute poll worker that actually appears to have done their job because that number, 751, is the exact difference you will see when we're going to pull it up in a minute. The, the tally tape 
for the closing of this tabulator A, okay, for these memory cards A, is 1051. It's not 1802. It's 1051. And this person noticed the difference is 751, and they wrote it on the precinct ballot report. They documented what they saw, and they and somebody crossed that out, all right? On the right, you see the number 289. That is the number for the memory card B. And so that one, the tally tape matches the precinct ballot report. Okay, so what I want to point out is the person, you can see it's the same handwriting, it's the same magic marker. The person that noted tabulator two would understand you look on the front of the tabulator, there's a screen, it has a number. That's called the public counter. That tells you how many ballots were processed and accepted through the tabulator. Okay, so there should be a corresponding, there should be on the right, the B, there should be 289 votes in the tabulator, okay, to correspond to that number. And then the tally tape should also say total votes 289, okay? On the left, the tally tape says 1051. So there's a difference of 751 votes, which this person noted here. I don't know who crossed it out, okay? But when you go on the tally tape, it says 1051, okay? And now what you're looking at now, this is the closing report tape, okay, that was printed on the second tabulator. But what's important is that we do not have on the tally tapes they are not at Maricopa County. It does not document that a second tabulator was used. Because if you look at the top of this picture where the arrows are, this is the top of the tape. It's been torn right there, okay? And it shows you the total votes cast, 1051, not 1802. On the right, you'll see that Abe Hamaday won this tabulator. He won the whole vote center by, uh, this vote center, Central Christian Gilbert, by approximately the same amount. But on the right, you'll see Abe won 822 to 208. Now, if I'll, I'll run the math for you. So if the 751 ballots are in the were in the tabulator but were not counted, okay, and um, you would have the same ratio, this is an 80 to 20 percent, okay, then Abe would have won, uh, would have picked up 449 votes, okay, because he would have. Um, there were 751. He would have got 600 out of the 751 at this ratio. Um, Chris Mays would have got 151. That's a difference of 449. He's down in the election by 280, and he would win the election by 169 votes on this one tabulator alone. And there's so much more questionable uh, data in the election than just this one tabulator. So here's the bottom of this tape, okay? You can see it's also ripped, and you can see some data on the bottom. ICP2 1.4. So what would have been the protective close number at the bottom has been ripped away. Now, we have no evidence it was intentionally ripped away, but we do have some evidence of something that looked very suspicious in the slog file on this tabulator. However, at the top, it's ripped away. At the bottom, it's ripped away. So there's no serial number identification, okay, for this tabulator in the returns of the election. Now, we were able to identify this tabulator in the slog files, but the slog files are not returns of the election. They're records of the election. They are not returns of the election. This tally tape, it's a return of the election, and it, has, it does not contain the serial number attached to this tape. What, what she didn't show you before was the opening serial number, but that was swapped out after it had a certain amount of votes put on it. 
okay? And this, these memory cards were swapped into this new tabulator, which we have identified in the slog file, okay? And it comes in at about 247, okay? But you're gonna see now, what I'm gonna show you is that the setting, this is called, when they put a new tabulator in, okay? What's supposed to happen is, is it's, it's starting the election over, but it's not starting it over. So the memory cards go in a new tabulator, they start up the tabulator, everything acts like they're opening the polls again, but then the memory cards know there's votes on them and they, they give you a message. It says results are non-zero, unit is ready. That's called an interrupt report, okay? That's called an interrupt report. And you should see that if you switch the memory cards, they just ripped the memory cards out of one tabulator put them in another and ran an interrupt report. And here's what happened in Central Christian Gilbert. Okay, so on the screen now, you can see when the new tabulator came in, okay? This is, uh, this is a new tabulator with a new serial number and a new protective counter. Now, what happens to the, how do you trace the protective counter? This is so important, people. When you introduce a new tabulator like this, you, you prevent, any analysis of what happened on the first tabulator's protective counter. Why do I say that? Because you do not get a closing protective counter number when you, when they, you see every, when they do a close report, it's supposed to print the protective close number and the serial number for that tabulator, okay? And then it will print the total votes. And, and so, but when they take the, when they switch tabulators, the first tabulator won't have a close report. And the slog file will not document the protective counter number on that first tabulator, which will not be in the slog of the, of the memory cards that have been put in a new tabulator. So when you switch tabulators, you defeat the protection of the protective counter. You defeat it. Okay. And that's why people are seeing it. For instance, when they switch the memory card, if the first tabulator had like 1500 votes lifetime, and then it in the election, another 150 votes came in. It should go up to 1650, and the total is 150. But now, at 150 votes, they don't end the election. They take the memory cards out of that thing, okay? And they get rid of it. They bring a new one in, okay? And they bring a brand new tabulator in that only has 20 votes. And then it will show an interrupt report with 150 votes, but the protective counter will only be 20. And people are going, they're cheating, they're lying, they're rewinding the protective counter. No. That's not what's happening. They're bringing in a new tabulator and because they're putting a memory card with votes in that tabulator, that tabulator has not tabulated and those votes have not been run through that tabulator. It's just reading the memory card that's been put in. Every vote it tabulates after that, its memory counter will go up one. So they're causing havoc and confusion by substituting memory cards from one tabulator to another and then not documenting it anywhere and not telling the courts, not telling the litigants and saying it's a printer problem. Well, if it's a printer problem, there's no need to change the tabulators. Okay, and so let's bring this up here. Uh, the nine, at nine o'clock when Maricopa County on their report to the attorney general, this is a report from Maricopa County to the attorney general. Okay, bring that up, Michelle. That's number 16, Hunter. Okay, this is a, an official document for Maricopa County. It says the county concludes, right? This is between 8.30 and 9 a.m. The county concludes it is not a tabulator issue and continues troubleshooting to find a solution to the printers. 
okay, by 9 a.m. Therefore, after 9 a.m., we should not see them removing tabulators. But here, Central Christian Gilbert at 247, uh, they removed the tabulator and put, put a new one in, and they did it in other places too. And they didn't, they didn't tell you about it, okay? They didn't tell you about it, all right? In order to find out, and here's the thing now, let's, on this one, you couldn't even find out by looking at the tape because they turned the print function off in the slog. Michelle, let's bring up the slog with the command where it tells it to print. Okay, that's number 13, Hunter. You'll see the time there. 1448, that's 248. It starts out, it's, it's print interrupt tape. Okay, print interrupt, conditional point element. Okay, now let's go to don't print, Michelle. That's number 14. Okay, now you'll see it's a couple of minutes later at 250, and it says the selected alternative for the alternative selector interrupt tape, alternative selector is don't print. And they didn't print the interrupt tape. And now it's not part of the record of the returns. And Michelle and I, we've been counting, we've been counting how many tabulators they introduced. And our most, you know, the, 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 the vote center we're most interested in from the start has been Central Christian Gilbert. There's a lot of things wrong with a lot of vote centers, folks. But this is a vote center that puts the whole, this is, a, this is one tabulator, I should say, one set of memory cards A half a vote center, it flips an election for the attorney general of the state of Arizona. So we, you would want to know in this tabulator, you would want to know if they came in and ripped the memory cards out and stuffed the new tabulator in on you, okay? Because if, if, they, if they do that, it's going to print, it's going to print an interrupt report. Bring up the interrupt report, Michelle, so they could see what it's supposed to look like. Okay, so uh, let me see. Um, Buckeye City Hall, non-zero. Okay, okay, so you'll see at the bottom, we, we've redacted the signatures there, and at the bottom, at the bottom, it says uh, results are non-zero, unit is ready. But that, what's happened here is that this tabulator started over, okay, okay, now it'll be the same, like it, sometimes they start the machine over and they don't swap the memory cards out. Okay, it will still do this because it's starting over and it's because it's opening the polls, but the memory cards know they've recorded votes. So you cannot print a zero report. Okay, you cannot print a zero report. So it gives you what's called an interrupt report because you've interrupted the election. And all of the code, it tells you in there, it sets conditions for an interrupt report and printing the interrupt report tape and whether to print it or not to print it. The default is set to print. Someone went in and changed it to don't print. As a result of that, when they put the memory cards in a new tabulator, you don't get that on your election returns. And nobody finds that out unless they want to go get the slog file and they feel like something suspicious happened and they're checking and involved. Hey, Michelle, we got a 25th tabulator now. Guess what vote center? Central Christian Gilbert. All right? This happened. Let's bring up Okay, let's bring up Dominion. Uh, the, this is a pan, okay, uh, product advisory notice that Dominion issued with regards to Williamson, Tennessee. And let me give you a brief recap of this. Can you pull that up, Michelle? Yeah, that's number 18, Hunter. It's the pan product advisory notice. There we go. Let me know when it's up. It's up. Okay, so in Williamson County, Tennessee, all right, a couple of years back, they had an issue where the exact same thing 
happened that appears may have happened. Okay. We need to see all the evidence. But at this point, with all of the breaches we've seen, uh, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't know if we can trust anything to do with the situation. And there's so much more coming. Folks. This is just, we're just, this is just day one. Okay. Starting like this. That's why we call this November 8th re-education. Okay. But in Williamson County, what a similar thing happened where the tally tape, all right, showed something like 79 votes and the public counter screen said something like 370 and an astute poll watcher picked up on it. Okay. And there was a huge investigation because there were 370 ballots in the machine, but the tally tape only said 79. And because there's a process involved at different jurisdictions where they, where they compare, right? They look and they compare the tally tape to the public counter, right? They, what happens is they can, they see something like this coming in Maricopa County. That's not part of their closing process. Okay. Even, and, and this poll worker did that in Maricopa County. They did, they went out of their way to do it. They noticed something was wrong. They documented it. Okay. But that's not part of the process in Maricopa. And here's another thing they don't do in Maricopa that they're supposed to by law. Two things. One, the statute, Title 16, says, it's, what is it, Michelle, 16-664? 16-564, opening, exhibiting, and locking of the ballot box. 16-564. Most people don't know this, but Maricopa County requires the poll worker to count the ballots in the ballot box before the ballot box leaves the voting location. Okay, that the statute is live. It has not been repealed. And it, it's a non-technical statute. And they're supposed to count the ballots in the machines at every vote center, at, at, at every polling location, whether it's a precinct or a vote center. That's the statute. The statute has not been, all of the statutes that protect the integrity of your elections have not been nullified, okay? Because they've decided to go to vote centers. This is in your law, but it is no longer followed. Had it been followed, you would not have a discrepancy right now. It, this would not be, we would not be talking about this for the first time in December, uh, uh, you know, December, 2023, all right? This would have been part of the trials and not doing that is violation of a non-technical statute. You have Supreme Court law, which would have set aside this election for not doing that had anyone brought it up. Dominion voting, all right? In a product advisory notice, a similar situation, Williamson County, Tennessee. Here's what they say. Here's what Dominion says. Look at this page. Look at the bottom. It is important to note in all circumstances, the public counter displayed on the LCD screen matches the number of ballots in the ballot box. Dominion Voting Product Advisory Notice. What they're saying is in Williamson County, even though the tally tape said 70-something votes, they're saying you trust the public counter. The public counter will tell you how many votes are in the ballot box. Um, so that's, I know that's I a lot of information say, for everybody, but this is just the tip of the iceberg, okay? This is just the tip. And what we're going to do is we're going to do lives on my show, and we're going to do other ones. We're going to do spaces so that you guys have every piece of information that we have. We're going to give it to you. What I'm going to do this weekend, I'm going to do tomorrow, I'm going to take this show, and we're going to have this show loop all week long. 
Okay, it's going to be on our Rumble. We have two Rumble channels, which is Save My Freedom on Rumble. You can go to rumble.com, Save My Freedom. If you go to savemyfreedom.us and subscribe to the Substack, I'm going to hold up the sign, my handy-dandy, very expensive, high-budget sign. See, this is what happens when you do the work. You don't have time to get manicures or money. You do the work, right? That's why I always wear a hat. So savemyfreedom.us, savemyfreedom.us. I want you to subscribe to that Substack. And I'm going to put this episode in. I'm going to put the attachments all the documents that you saw, and we're going to start giving you all the information through the subsec, in addition to the live shows that we're going to do. And you can always catch these on the Rumbles. They're going to be clearly labeled November 8th, re-education, episode one. That's today. And then we'll do the rest of them and start doing episode, episode, episode. Um, so that way you can keep track of it. And I'm going to document everything in Rumble. And if you can follow Leo and myself on Twitter, he's going to be able to post most of the information before I get to. So he, Leo, if you can pop that up on the screen, Hunter, if you if you can type that in there so people see that. If you want to give that Leo, Leo D'Onofrio for Twitter, and then we've that's what we want you guys to do so we can communicate with you and you can get all this information. But you're going to see everything. We're going to go through every single vote center. There's 223 of them, and as Leo mentioned, there's 44 it's central count centers. We don't have the slog files for. It's a disaster, folks. It, it's I'm it's horrific. You, is not no the idea. word to describe. It's it's there's no so much idea. more and it's so bad. It's it's I'm it's horrible. It as I as I said before in the past when we first started seeing what these things were when we first when I first found a tabulator show up out of nowhere I I got sick to my stomach because I realized what was going on. I told you I got it from my desk and because I, I almost threw up. There you go. There's Leo's Twitter. It's LCD Law One, and mine is Everything Home Tea. It's the old version. But if you go to SaveMyFreedom.us, you could see it out. It'll be on there. You can go to social media links. Um, and then, of course, it's, you could see it on the Rumble. So, um, Leo, we got a minute and a half. Uh, what else did you did you want to share anything besides? Hey. That, we're going to show you everything, you guys. Everything. We're being very careful to protect, you know, everybody's identity. We're not mentioning anyone's names at all. Right now, we're just giving information out, the conclusions, the hypothesis. Uh, you know, we can speculate, but this needs to be, you know, authorities need to look at this, investigate this, and courts need to be involved. Mm -hmm. And this is. No, this is the, we're giving you the information. We're not pointing fingers. This is very important that everybody in the country knows this information. So please share this episode, share the, the, the website, savemyfreedom.us so that people can actually then get the information that we're going to be sending out again. It's a subject and all, uh, all of our information is there. There's different headers and tabs. And you're thinking, Michelle, well, how do we stop this? Hey, 16 months ago, guys, we started a one-click email all campaign of the 215 legislators in Arizona, the administrators to tell them and demand that we ban the voting machines. So now you can join us. If you and if you go to the five-point plan, when you go to sub, the Substack on the upper left-hand corner, that's the five-point, the people's five-point plan to take back Arizona, America, and our unconstitutional elections. And it's about banning the voting machines. That's one of the five steps. So go check that out and sign up for the Substack. And I'll go through everything this weekend so you guys have that. But everything, like I said, we're going to bring you everything. So uh, delayed Christmas present. There's going to be much more. So everybody, thank you for tuning in. Share this with everybody you know. Start talking about it. It needs to be the narrative of the nation, the conversation of the country. And we uh, we can take back this country because otherwise 2024 has already been decided. You can see what they did. This is just the tip of the iceberg. Everybody have a great weekend. The preceding show was sponsored by. The global currency collapse will wipe out the dollar and many other assets. And the only things that will maintain value during the global debt reset are those with intrinsic value. The Treasure Island Coins and Precious Metals Company is my go-to source 
for physical precious metals and why they're the official sponsor of Brighteon.tv. Brighteonmetals.com, SAT123.com. They have put together a really incredible package, emergency backup communication systems, power systems, We've got sat phones, and you need to be able to function even when the power grid goes down. You need to know about this equipment. So SAT123.com, folks. Here at Brighteon and BrighteonStore.com, we've made it our mission to help you and your loved ones be prepared for any emergency, which is why we are dedicated to bringing you a wide selection of ultra-clean and lab-verified superfoods, supplements, preparedness items, and other health products. So support your health and this free speech platform by shopping at brighteonstore.com today. Thank you for supporting Brighteon TV. Please consider helping us by making a reoccurring donation at supportbtv.com. Truth matters. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.